So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. With Doug and Tim. Go. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Best, Worst Friends. It's me, Doug Coning, and that's... Tim Nicholson. Yeah. That's the level is of it obvious this is my least. we need. <laughs> this is my least favorite part of the podcast is the intro. I hate it so is much. Is the beginning? Yeah, well, we yeah. can change it up. What do you want to do? Well, I like the beginning of our first episode where uh, I just started recording and then you didn't hit record and then you just co- sort of came in two minutes later. <laughs> yeah, just organically oh, at some point. Yeah, it's like I just... Yeah, your first I words were, well, you didn't tell me we were recording. <laughs> um... But apparently, I fucked up when I uploaded the last episode, and I uploaded it in stereo. Oh, God. So, Mike was saying she was listening to it, and like you were in one ear, and I was in the other. Oh, that would be the worst way to listen <laughs> to a podcast, for sure. Yeah, that's, it was really bad. She had to keep both headphones in. But, I don't know, maybe it's good. If, if you're listening to this, and you hate me, and you love Doug, <laughs> just listen to Doug's ear, and then... You say whatever you think would be good. Yeah. And that's like you're talking to Doug. Also, it's like it's like you guys are one of our best worst friends, and you're just stuck in the middle of me and Tim arguing about dumb stuff or making stupid, yeah, it's like you're silly in the, jokes. It's like you're in the middle seat of a car in the back seat, and you just want to get some sleep, and these two <laughs> morons won't shut up on either side of you. That's what... Yeah, so listen to the last episode if you want that experience. You know, speaking of seats, they just got rid of the mask mandate on the train. I took my first train ride maskless today. How was that? Time. Oh, dude, it was, it was nice. Felt like a blast from the past. Nice. I was like, this is was, nice. This is living. Just breathing. Yeah, this is how our time. this is how our forefathers traveled. <laughs> so we came to this land maskless and on the rails. <laughs> Also, congrats to you on um, speaking of seats. Thank you. It was really good. Thank (laughs) you. Speaking of seats, I rode the train. (laughs) I was seated on a train. (laughs) Just shows you how my brain works. There's a lot of connections there that I like. I bring you in to C. We're at A. I never tell you B. Here we are. Let me show you how professionals do it. Okay. Speaking of seats. I was way off on the seats in the Scotiabank Theater. <laughs> nice. Last week. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, you said nine. I think you said nineteen thousand. Yeah. And then I laughed at you and said that was way too low. It's like sixty thousand. <laughs> and then I looked it up when we were done, and it's forty five hundred. Is that 4, it? Four thousand five hundred. Yeah. Damn, dude! It felt like there was a lot more people there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was so many. I guess I don't know how many people people are. Yeah, you just like see a lot of people, and you're like, "This is a million people." Yeah, I I assume that like the place with the most capacity in the city would have more than that. Yeah, are you sure you're not wrong about this as well? And next week's podcast is going to start with the intro you don't like, and then another redacted moment of it's actually it's 21,000 I don't know what I was thinking no I looked it up like and then I double checked it hold on theater capacity is Scotiabank yeah. theater different it's 4, than Scotiabank seats. arena I don't think so <laughs> wait am I looking up the movie theater because that doesn't seem like enough oh yeah no there's way more yeah, what is it? <laughs> Fuck, I hate this. Oh, I need this. Give me it's this, a little Tim. Over, it's a little over 19,000. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Victory! Oh, this Fuck. feels good. Yeah! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> You're the Doug now. I guess- I'm the Tim. <laughs> Hell yeah. What's up, that dummy? Sucks, man. You fucking stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I hate being the duck. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Eat my poo-poo. 
Yeah, it's nine that nineteen thousand eight hundred people. Damn. Which congrats to you for knowing what nineteen thousand people feels like. You were just sitting in there <laughs> with no information, and you're like, "This feels like nineteen thousand people." <laughs> just we find out I'm like actually Rain Man. I've just never expressed yeah. it before. I've just always know how this, many people are around me. I have this carnival trick, but I can only do it in very popular carnivals. <laughs> yeah, if we don't sell tickets, I'm not gonna be able to perform, which I know is like counterintuitive, yeah. but yeah. I'm not being a diva, I promise, but I need at least 12,000 people to feel like there's 12,000 people. <laughs> but yeah, man. So yeah, there's that. Fucking. I'm going to throw away my cards like I'm Letterman. <laughs> um, but yeah, also, I'm, I'm probably going to be pretty pissed off today. Why? Because I am giving up sugar. Today? Cold turkey. It started on Sunday. Oh, man. What was your going yeah. a- going away party like? For sugar. Well, did you go crazy? It wasn't. It wasn't like a going away party as much as sort of realizing a change had to be made. Because I did my family birthday this past weekend. Okay. And I ate a bunch of cake, mm-hmm. and then on like leftover cake on Sunday morning, and then my toes started to hurt. <laughs> I, I like, also right. had some cake-related toe pain this weekend. I, I feel Time it. To, yeah, that's like. That's like some pre-gout warning signs, I think. Yeah. And I'm not ready to have gout. It's like the nervous system's like ringing of the bell is like the pain in yeah. your toe to be like, all right, this is a warning sign. We need to, yeah. we need to eat then, some vegetables and walk around a bit more. I like woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> I, I had it twice. I woke up in the middle of the night on Friday night with toe pain. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's that sucks. <laughs> and then I had toe pain. I ate cake and then almost and then had toe pain <laughs> Sunday morning. It's like fuck. I'm about to get gout. I'm gonna have to get a cane for the dumbest fat guy disease <laughs> possible. <laughs> because I ate too much cake and now my toe <laughs> swells up. Imagine going to Mike's with a fucking cane. Oh man. Yeah, and then I have to like just limp around because my gout is acting up. <laughs> no, I've only known one. I've only known one person with gout, and she was the manager of the McDonald's I worked at when I was a teenager. Oh uh, yeah, and she was just this little bridge troll of a woman <laughs> who just had to take days off because her gout was acting up. I was like, never me, oh my never. God. Cut to me. <laughs> I don't even get a discount at places that give you gout. <laughs> I have to go to the store and like sour patch kids my way to a cane. That's a so yeah. I have to I have no no refined sugars anymore. Damn. Outside of like you know ketchup, I'm not I'm not an asshole. <laughs> You're gonna be like outside of like you know cake. <laughs> yeah, outside of like ice cream, I'm not I'm not a dick. I'm still having my fucking afternoon slice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, but just how's it going? Uh, you know, it's fine. Yeah, Mike is doing it with me at a solidarity. Oh, that's nice. And bro. she's like, she's like, oh, I got raspberries. I was like, fuck raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> raspberries don't do shit for me. I've been eating pixie sticks since I was eight years old. <laughs> I don't even taste raspberries anymore. So what's your uh, substitute? What are you doing? Uh, nothing. Maybe you should try the uh, potato diet. You ever heard about that? Where you like reset your taste buds for two weeks. You eat only potatoes. And then you like bite into an apple and it's like the sweetest thing ever because you've just been eating bland nothing for two weeks. Pendulette did it. That's how he like kickstarted his weight loss. I did it out of uh, being really poor. Yeah. And like needing to like my groceries for the week to be under about $12. So I bought a bag of potatoes for like two weeks. You were eating like a Depression era British child. Yeah. Or you were just like waiting for Christmas. You get an orange in your stocking. <laughs> to hold the scurvy at bay. Yeah. No, I just, uh, I just, every time I look at candy, I think about my toe hurting. Mm. And then I have to stop. Because I don't want to do the potato diet and then two weeks from now show up and be like, so I do not have gout, but I recently got scurvy. 
That's a problem. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But like, so, what's you what's know. your what's your like? You're gonna be your substitute snack. You know. What do you have? What do you I don't enjoy know. yourself I'm hope- with? I- you an apple guy? I'm hope- Bananas? Yeah, I guess I'll just eat like fruit and hope that that does something eventually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I figure it's like when you don't listen to your headphones for a while and then you put them back on, it just feels louder. Yeah. I'm hoping it'll be like that. If I don't have sugar for a long enough time, eventually I'll be able to go, this Mio is almost too much. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like how I couldn't go from uh, pop to soda water at first because soda water was just disgusting to me because it was nothing compared to pop. But then years yeah. off of pop, I like had soda water. It's like, ooh, it's a nibble of that rush I once had. <laughs> and then it was it's like, like the oh, Nicorette gum of soda. Yeah. <laughs> It's like just like it smells like it. <laughs> yeah, you get Speaking it. Speaking of, I'm I can't get over the fact that Skittles don't taste like fruit. They just kind of smell like fruit, and it tricks your brain into thinking they taste like fruit. Really? That's what I heard. I don't. I don't know. Good for Skittles. Good for scientists working for the good yeah. guys. You know, I admire a scientist who goes into candy. <laughs> <laughs> Good for that. Yeah, man. I like food scientists. Yeah. Why are you trying to cure something? Give me a new Mountain Dew flavor. Yeah, make something taste better. Make it be yeah. like more orange or something. I don't know. I want you to use all of your chemistry knowledge to figure out like what cold tastes like. And <laughs> put that in Gatorade. <laughs> or like what does Baja mean to you? You know what I mean? How can I get a chip that tastes exactly like a cheeseburger? Figure it out. Yeah, that's what I want science to focus on. We've put we've yeah, put I'm too s- much stock into other things for too long. We're doing okay there. Let's lay off. Let's go where we need to go. Snacks. I'm sick. I'm sick of getting my food prepared by like figured out by chefs. You know what I mean? No. Because chefs are constrained by the natural world. Yeah. I need a nerd Science, with a dream. Yeah, exactly. I want, I'm sick of these people doing like, you know, there's like smoking weed and doing mushrooms. No, I want the methamphetamine version. I want something that's made in a kitchen in beakers. <laughs> and then I want to eat that and my brain to explode. That's what I want. Yeah. yeah. Is that too can much we to somehow, ask? Can we somehow super dilute sugar? So that like I get twice as much sugar in every gram of sugar. Can we do that? Oh, hell that's what yeah. I want. Just inject it directly into my toe. <laughs> Bucket. But yeah, I also I also really pigged out on Saturday as well. That's probably why my toe hurt on Sunday. Yeah, because I was at my cousin's wedding. Oh hell yeah! How was the wedding? It was all right. I got real drunk. Nice. Did some dancing. Open bar. Uh, the wedding. It. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Thank God. Fuck yeah. Um, If you don't have an open bar, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. This is a modern age. You yeah, know what I mean? Don't get married. We've all realized that weddings are bullshit. Yeah. So, like, half of them in divorce, whatever. It's just an excuse to drink and dance with your friends. Yeah, 100%. I think that was Brittany's yeah. theory, too, is that if you can't afford an open bar, you can't afford to get married. Like, come on. What are you doing? Yeah, I respect that. It's not your time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Save up. Sell the engagement ring. Figure it out. Yeah. But Do what you must. Take a second job. Give up yeah, your hobbies. Exactly. How about you work some nights so that <laughs> I can get a G&T for free? I, um, but the wedding was fine. It was like outdoors, which mm-hmm. was weird. Um, well, at least it's not like super hot this time of yeah, year. Yeah. It, it was incredibly windy. <laughs> My 96-year-old grandma was there, and she was just shivering. And everybody just, like, she basically became, like, the bed of a house party. Everyone was just piling their coats on her <laughs> to try to keep her warm through this event. Uh, but she made it through. We got some pictures. That was nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then they had, the dogs were involved in the wedding. Adorable. They wore wreaths around their necks. Great stuff. The wedding tradition of the flower girl just disrupting the whole ceremony is great. Also adorable. Yeah, because her dad was a groomsman, her mom was a bridesmaid, and so she was run between and be like, Mom! Mom! 
dog. Everyone's like, shut up. Um, one moment tried using isn't about one- you. One moment. <laughs> Come <laughs> yeah. on, man. I know, I know there haven't been any in your life up to this point, but this is the one. <laughs> this is the first one. And um, they tried using one of those microphones where the speaker's built into the microphone. You know those ones? No. I think it. I think it's that. It's just like this blue microphone. Okay. And it's supposed to be like ampless, and you just speak into it, and it projects your voice out. Okay. Didn't work at all. So no <laughs> one could really hear what was going on during the ceremony. Okay, but they looked cute. happy. Yeah. The bride cried. That was nice. That's cute. Yeah. And then they had the reception where they also outdoors in a tent. They could not get the heaters working. Uh, so people had to dance like out of necessity. <laughs> yeah. Staying alive, just playing for like six hours. Everyone's just <laughs> shivering. I'm sure they would have if they didn't have the worst wedding DJ I've ever experienced. Really? Yeah. Even worse than the one in Woodstock. Oh, man. That guy sucked. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the Woodstock one first. So the Woodstock guy, I'll never forget when it he started the wedding. He started with that countdown. He started like the most badass countdown I've ever heard in my whole life. It was like, yeah. are you guys ready to party? Ten, nine, and just went down and it's like, oh shit, this is going to be fucking crazy. And then he gets down to yeah. like one and then he just played the most boring music I've yeah, ever heard like, in well, my whole life. He basically played like three, two, one. You got to know when hold <laughs> No when to fold them. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this supposed to? I don't know what to do with this. And then at that wedding, uh, Doug and I were the only ones dancing, really. Yeah, which was strange. It, there was a lot of people at that wedding. Open bar, again, which clutch. Yeah. Good for them. But, yeah, but, no one was dancing yet. It was basically just us, and we were sitting at the misfit table. So it was just like us mm-hmm. and convincing our misfits to occasionally go up there. And we kept trying to request, like, Fast-paced songs, like actual dance songs, so we could enjoy yeah. ourselves at this open bar wedding. And the guy would refuse to play them. And then, well, you tell the you tell the slow part. Okay, yeah. So Doug and I were the only ones dancing. We're dancing to fast songs, and I think the DJ was pretty sick of us. <laughs> he was like, he wanted us off the dance floor, so he, he started he started playing slow songs to try to get the couples up, you know, mm-hmm. but. The couples did not come up, and Doug and I did not leave. We started slow dancing together <laughs> in the middle of the dance floor alone. <laughs> and uh, and then he started playing fast songs again. Hell yeah. <laughs> then he got back yeah, he on just, track. He learned yeah, his lesson. he just lesson. gave up. Yeah. Eventually, some and family members did come up. I remember dancing with my friend's grandma at one point, and she was cool. Yeah, she, she was there for a couple songs. Yeah. But most of them were just upset because that one lady at the Misfit table was dancing very... Very provocatively, yeah. Yeah, I guess very butt-focused dancing (laughs) between her and her gay wedding date who looked a lot like me. Yeah, young Tim. Uh, and Yeah, young Tim. (laughs) But this guy could not read the room at all. Literally, the first dance ends. Uh It's like this beautiful, slow song, and then he's like... The uh, MC went, the bride and groom would like to invite everyone onto the dance floor and then immediately played I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas <laughs> at like 7 p.m. Oh, man. <laughs> and everyone's like, nope. <laughs> and then everybody just walked away. Everybody left the wedding. It's just <laughs> Everybody dipped. Pretty much. Oh, man. And the lights were very bright in this tent. And it was just like, Fast song after fast song, nothing danceable. He didn't play shout at all. Oh man, nothing, nothing to get the old people involved. <laughs> at one point, the only people on the dance floor were clearly a father and daughter, mm-hmm. and they were like, there was like a disco song on, and then they started like dancing together, having a good time, being silly. Mm-hmm. They're the only people on the dance floor, and then the DJ immediately starts playing sexual healing. Come on, man. Just a little and bit of just, room reading. Just a little bit. Just the bit. dance floor clears. Just gone. <sighs> and, like, he would pl- every- he played one slow song. Like, six or seven couples went up on the dance floor and danced. Mm-hmm. And then immediately to, like, you know, 
wait, I wrote it down somewhere. <laughs> it was like, it was a, the worst combination of songs. Oh yeah, he did. Um, what he did? Oh yeah, he went landslide. Okay. By Fleetwood Mac. It's a good song. Immediate. It's a good song. Yeah. Mike and I were up there. Mm-hmm. Immediately into Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Oh, come on. Cl- cleared the dance floor. Oh, yeah. And then Im- immediately into What's My Age Again by Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> cleared it. No one was there. <laughs> it was just it was just Don's party DJ or whatever and his a woman who could have been his daughter or his wife. Oh, man. If you want to picture Don, picture like a homeless Will Sasso. That... <laughs> That is what Don looked like, and he was just standing there, just crossed arms, just in front of his laptop. Oh just man! Just could not give less of a shit. Imagine. I wonder how much they spent on a man who ruined their reception. I wonder how I much bet, they're uh, putting away on that guy. They just did no research. Yeah, they just like flipped a coin in the yellow pages. Yeah, read a couple reviews. Count. You know, don't yeah. go with the cheapest option. Why would that ever be the best option? When has that historically ever been the best option? It was brutal. Yeah. So we ended up leaving at like ten thirty. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. We had a we had a staying at an Airbnb nice. at this little white church over there. We just played all the songs we wanted and danced ourselves in the Airbnb. It was had a much better oh. time. Yeah, That's and then cute. ate too much cake, and in the morning my toe hurt. Nice. Yeah. But congratulations to my cousin on his beautiful wedding. Yes, congratulations. Thank you for supporting the show as always. Yes, <laughs> he does not listen. All right, I want to get your opinion on this. Okay. Uh, he got married on his birthday. He oh. selected the date. That was his choice. Was he just? Is he just like, I am not going to be one of those guys who forgets my anniversary. I am not going to be one of those guys. <laughs> I think, honestly... All the all the like middle aged men who were there were like, he might be the smartest man alive. He might he's never gonna forget. <laughs> and I'm like, just how about you just don't forget your fucking anniversary, man? Yeah. This isn't a sitcom in the nineties. Like you can just remember shit. That's so strange. I wonder, like, did anyone know his thought process on choosing No that day? I don't think so. Was, I think it was just like, yeah, that would be good. I would like that. <laughs> That's what I want from my I birthday. S- yeah, I want to make sure I spend every birthday from now on doing things for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> like a fun birthday present to me. He's just like, you know what? There's enough fucking holidays these days. I got to start stacking some of these bad boys. And like, no one's going to go to a wedding on Christmas. So let's just, <laughs> <laughs> let's just throw it on my birthday. Yeah, let's try to get that in there. I, but like, if you're gonna be the guy who's like, oh, he might be the smartest of all of us, you know, he'll yeah. never forget his anniversary. <laughs> then you're also the kind of guy who believes that men only get blown twice a year. Yeah, <laughs> once on their birthday and once on their anniversary. So you're just cutting that in half. <laughs> you got to use your head. You know yeah. what I mean? That's true. You got to space it out. Yeah. Yeah. There's long winter. <laughs> but, but you sometimes. know me. I hate birthdays, so I would. I would not just want to spend my anniversary, like, upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, like, any sort of anniversary thing, people saying happy birthday to you, you don't want that. You seem like a guy who wants to spend his birthday day, like, in the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone but who doesn't no have one... their birthday public on Facebook wants a shadow birthday. <laughs> wants to just, like, exist in, like, darkness for a day and then emerge having aged a year, but, you know... Not talk yeah. about it. They they emerge with a new shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that that they got. And their toe hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sore toe and a new shirt. They're that's how limping I limping a little bit. That's how I'm gonna ring in thirty three next year. It's gonna Tim be has sick. a real swagger in his step after getting that new <laughs> shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh fuck, man. No one's saying him happy birthday. Was... Really? Yeah. You think that would come up? Right. I don't know. They they were busy. They yeah. were doing stuff. Yeah. They what were busy it... being married. Yeah. It really seems like the most stressful day of their lives. 
the day of the wedding, especially if it's like a big wedding, because just the idea of like, you know, doing the whole ceremony and then the whole reception is just you doing the rounds to like every table and you have to have like a moment with every person who came to the wedding. Yeah. That would be so absolutely exhausting to they have to do. Even They didn't do that. Yeah, good for them. Good for them standing yeah. up to to norms because that's awful. Yeah, they're like, I always feel bad for the couple. It's like you can come say hi to us. I'm not. I'm not going to you. <laughs> that's honestly that's smart. Yeah, yeah. When couples okay. talk to me at a wedding, I'm sometimes just like, you don't. We don't. We can just talk later. It's fine. You know, you're yeah. tired. You talk to a lot of aunts and uncles today. That's a lot. So everybody was talking during their first dance. Oh, really? For their first dance, it was just like a big murmur through the crowd. Was it was like, like wow, this is going very on beautiful? Or was it... So like I was saying before, we got rudely interrupted yeah. by <laughs> this wedding. <laughs> yeah. I think it was probably closer to the second one. Oh, like, man. What are the Leafs doing this year, bro? What <laughs> Did you watch the Bills game last weekend? Oh, it was crazy. Uh, our our wedding would be way better than that. Yeah, me and me and you's wedding. Yeah, sweet open bar. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We gotta we gotta start working hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we gotta start picking up some night shifts. No, it, here's the thing, just open bar. <laughs> oh hell yeah, yeah no, no no ceremony no nothing just have no, a bar. We're not we're not getting decorations. Yeah, we're doing none of that shit. Yeah, we're just gonna it. have the most open bar. Oh hell yeah! People should do that. They should. People should. People should just have events that are open bar. Why not? Like, I would go to it? their thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, what? Want to come to a party at what's it called? Oh, what's it for? It's an open bar. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'd love to get really drunk. I'd love to that get way awesome. too drunk, and then everyone else is how, way too drunk. How much are open bars? Do you think? Oh, easy over ten k, I'd bet. Easy. Right, I'm gonna. How much the I'm gonna say like cost? ten to fifteen k, depending so? on like size of the wedding. Yeah. Okay, so that is not an easily answerable. <laughs> yeah, you can't just Google question. That? Yeah. 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 Um. There's a lot of yeah, variables like... in this. How many friends do you have? How big of alcoholics are your family? Uh, according to Clarissa. It's six grand. According to Andy, it's forty bucks a person. Okay. Well, at least that gives you a formula. Yeah. Five bucks a drink, eight drinks a person. You're at about eight hundred. I don't know what Jennifer's talking about, but yeah. <laughs> so, looks like looks like forty, fifty bucks a person. Yeah, that's not too shabby. That, yeah, you get yeah. you know. I think that's usually usually around what I give to the couple if I'm going to a wedding. Money-wise is probably <laughs> that amount plus like whatever the dinner would be usually cuz I give like, you know, either like 80 or 100 bucks max. Oh. Yeah. You go to shit weddings, dude. No, I go to nice weddings. I'm a shit friend. <laughs> <laughs> I went to some fancy weddings. I'm just a poor person. At that point, it's your responsibility to dance. Yeah. You're like, I need to try to add something to this event. I work here with an E. <laughs> and I'm out there dancing. Like, work, like, you know, W-E-R-K. Like, I'm working it. Oh. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know you, what Tim. you're talking about. Thank you. No, hey, good for you, man. Thank you so That's much. good stuff. I would pay 50 bucks to go to an open bar event. Yeah, why not? That'd be sick. Well, I'm for sure getting my money's all, worth. Why isn't there all you can drink <laughs> DJ? Are those, are, Probably because it's so detrimental to your system. I think because it's, <laughs> uh, it's encouraging uh, binge drinking, which is a bad thing, and you could die. I guess. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I mean, a lot of other people like go to open bars and have like five drinks, and they're like, "Woo!" They're not like me, who's like, "Ah!" and just goes fucking oh, crazy. Yeah. You know, M- Mike, I had like three drinks, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, 
I'm going to go get back in the line. Like, I started the night by getting a drink and then just going back into the drink line. Uh, Being like, no, this will be my waiting in line drink. (laughs) And then when I get to the front again, I'll get another drink. Smart. That's a smart move. Mm -hmm. I usually just ask for, like, two. smart man. Just pretend that there's someone else at my table or something. That that is a smarter move. Yeah. Especially because I was was with, first of all, people were doing that and not even pretending. And also, Mm -hmm. I was with someone who wasn't drinking. Yeah. So I could have just got her to... Take one. Get a double fist, man. But that Get feels Irish weird. handcuffs. I don't like time. Yeah, I don't like that though. I don't like getting a drink, pretending it's for someone else, and then drinking it. <laughs> that feels. It feels like a dirt bag. You like you're gonna be sitting at the table, and you're gonna see the bartender, and they're like wiping down, and they just lock eyes with you, like you promised. <laughs> <laughs> you promised that I'm was gonna, for her. I'm gonna lose my license. <laughs> Apparently, at my sister's wedding. Uh, they almost locked lost their liquor license because like, uh, some underage cousins kept getting served. Oh shit! And so the like bar was going up to them on their wedding day and being like, "You need to stop this." And they're like, "You need to stop this." They're teenagers. What do you mean? Oh my God! <laughs> oh, this is my job. Stop <laughs> serving children alcohol. Yeah, ID ID them if they have pimples. Like, how hard yeah. is this? And then I guess one of the cousins uh. Fell down a steep hill and into the river, oh, <laughs> through the vent. I didn't hear about that at all. I was inside having a great time. I, I have a distinct memory of telling my mom that we were gonna dance. She wasn't dancing. I was like, "When turn down for what comes on, you and I are in the dance floor." <laughs> and when turn down for what came on, I was I had taken nacho toppings and put them on a slice of pizza. Hell yeah! During the midnight snack, and I remember putting it down, turning to the guy I was talking to, and being like, "Excuse me." I have to go turn down for what dance with my mom. And then I walked <laughs> into the main room and just had a great fucking time. Fuck yeah. How old you, were you the first time you ever got drunk? Eighteen, uh, I think. Eighteen? Seventeen nice. maybe. Seventeen. Yeah. Oh shit. Where what was the what was the context? Where did it happen? At my buddy Paul's house. Nice. Paul of Showing my girlfriend his penis fame. Oh wow! And okay, <laughs> making some appearances in your life, Paul. Good for you. Uh, yeah. He also did. I tell you the story about uh, drinking margaritas at Paul's place. I don't think so. All right, I'll tell you this before I tell you that. So <laughs> okay, we we're at we we're in Paul's basement and we were just talking uh, about his drinking, dick. Yeah, yeah, just talking about his dick, <laughs> the accoutrements of it, and then they were all drinking margaritas and I was not because I had not drank at this point. Yeah. It was like New Year's, I think. And you weren't like a 45-year-old divorcee. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't letting loose after a hard week of working in the office. <laughs> and they were all drinking margaritas and with like vodka. They were drinking like vodka margaritas. Mm-hmm. And um, Paul was just getting wasted, like just plastered. He was just margarita after margarita for this guy. Good for you, Paul. Yeah, getting after it. <laughs> You're not showing your dick to people sober, you know what I mean? Exactly. And he, uh, and then a lot of other people were like, I don't know, I'm not really feeling it. Maybe I'm making them too weak. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then we came to find out that actually Paul and his girlfriend had previously drank all the vodka and replaced <laughs> it with water. So Paul was not drunk. <laughs> he just <laughs> placeboed himself into being wasted. Off of these water margaritas. That's fucking crazy. He's just more hydrated than he's ever been, being like, <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> <laughs> falling just, like, all over the place. by himself in the corner. I have a vivid memory because, like, he just sobered up, like, in an instant. Oh, man. He was just like, so oh, man. I was, Wait, what? <laughs> 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 but the first time I got drunk was at Paul's house. And um, I remember I had, like, a one of those plastic cups that you just for like milk or whatever yeah it's like a normal plastic kitchen cup and i filled it we filled it with crown royal oh and then i just drank that as my first drink ever uh i remember puking in the toilet i found these like those like wooden ducks that walk and i just dragged them around everywhere and i thought it was the funniest thing (laughs) i've ever experienced in my life (laughs) and then i went home and my mom my lovely, lovely mommy used to do this thing where she would strip 
all the sheets on my bed, wash them, and then fold them and leave them on my bed. So, uh-huh. like, I'm still doing some responsible something. I'm still making my bed. Yeah, yeah. So I got home drunk for the first time ever, <laughs> and the sheets are folded on my bed. <laughs> and I remember I was like, I was walked in. I was like, "Hello, family." <laughs> yes, family. I am tired. <laughs> I require sleep. And then I walked upstairs. And then I had to make my bed drunk for the first time, like put a fitted sheet on and shit. And I remember my dad standing in the doorway of my bedroom watching me. And I was like, and he didn't say anything. So at the time I was like, I am nailing this. I am making this bed so soberly. And he has no idea. It wasn't until like five years later. I was like, he was just laughing at me for being a drunk idiot. He was just watching me drunkenly make my bed. What about you? What was your first drunken experience? Oh, man. Mine wasn't until I was in my first year of university. That was the first year I ever drank. Yeah, it was with uh, my friend Nick, who you've met. We stayed at his place. Hello, Nick. Hello, Nick, listener of the show. Um, We were having, like, I think it was peach juice and vodka, and we were drinking in residence. And I think the first time I ever got drunk, it was, like, maybe three quarters of a Mickey of vodka. And I was like, this is the fucking craziest feeling ever. And I remember like <laughs> two people basically like carrying me down the street and just like hanging out outside and being like, whoa, cause I'd never done anything like that before. And, uh, that sparked so a rebellious lifelong, for young Doug. Yeah. Sparked a lifelong passion for her alcohol. Yes. <laughs> and then, and then you woke up the next morning and you're like, Oh, me again. <laughs> He has turned back into a pumpkin. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember doing anything when you were drunk for the first time? Do you remember being like, I now have the power to do this or whatever? I don't know. I think it just really helped me get out of my shell in uh, my first year of university because I think I was like very introverted and would like stay inside when those guys went out because they all drank and I didn't. And then it was like almost like a way for me to like get into it. It was very much like a like a social lubricant for a long time. Oh yeah. Know? Still is. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All of the um all that stuff where it's like, oh it lowers your inhibitions and that people view that as like bad. Yeah. My inhibitions need to be a little lower. Yeah. They're too high. I have some very stressful inhibitions. All right. Yeah. Some people don't have but- inhibitions by nature this high. I need them to be a little bit affected. Yeah, most people don't have inhibitions like my roommate is in the kitchen, I shouldn't go down there. Yeah. <laughs> most people don't have them that high. Most people don't go, there's someone in front of the cereal I want, I should walk around the store four times Yeah. and wait until they're gone before I get my cereal. Or like playing you know? out every possible conversation with them in your head as you like pace around for yeah. like and they all- ever- and they all result in the person who you've never met before calling you a fat idiot and then saying the thing you're most insecure <laughs> about in your entire life. <laughs> or like you're at a party and you're like, you know, I shouldn't speak to anyone at this party because then they'll all know I suck. <laughs> Get a couple of drinks in you. You're like, hey, you know, just like that. <laughs> That's all it takes. Yeah. It's just a little bit like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Yeah, just to like fucking that- slow down a little bit, you know. Yeah. I for sh- I for sure get why a lot of people need it to perform, and I definitely needed it when I first started performing because it was like stressful. But you know, definitely yeah. not something you should depend on ever. It's so weird that your like ears are disappearing sometimes with like the filter. <laughs> there they are. Oh yeah, my my background's blurred for some reason. Oh right, I was doing a job interview. How's the job hunt going? Uh well I got an interview. Uh, Fuck it went yeah. okay. I don't think he'll call me back. What was the interview for? Uh, I was for like this automa I I don't know if I should say. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, it's it's for this congrats. You got an, you got an interview. Thanks. That's good. Yeah, it's for it's for like a startup. So. Fuck That'd be yeah, cool. Dude. Yeah. I'd love to work for a startup. Yeah. He's like the goal is that in 4 or 5 years no one who works for the company right now will ever have to work again. And I was like, that's what I'm fucking talking about, dude. That's I will follow goal. you into the gates of hell. Yeah. 
Let's do this. You're basically in a cult, but you have a name tag. Yeah, <laughs> we don't even have a name tag because it's a startup. It's just very, I think, I think it's oh, a lot more yeah. casual in the way that trench warfare was casual. Hell yeah, man! No, nah, it's mm. fucking sick. That'd be a that'd be a yeah. fucking sick job. I mean, that'd be way better than a lot of jobs out there. It's a lot better than fucking picking up scrap metal, dude. You don't even do better. that anymore. Not anymore, but I remember. I remember those <laughs> long days. Remember I'd being on the well, verge of tears, just like sweeping up dirt outside for like the fucking fourth day in a week, being like sick. No. This is life. Cool. <laughs> I uh Yeah. But no, I don't I still like a I still like a drink when I go on stage. Yeah, why it, not? I, I bet I would like more than one, but I stop myself. Because I'm afraid that I'll ruin everything. What's the what's the drunkest you've been on stage? Um, I was in London at like a mic that a Boston Justin used to run. I, oh I went yeah, yeah. I, I went on stage and made everyone very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've all been there, especially in London. Yeah. It happens. Oh yeah. I was yeah. just at the seeps. Just drinking Ryan waters. Nice. Just getting. I think I'd already. I'd been drinking with Andrew, and then I was like, "Dude, this is a mic. We should go. I'll perform. We should go. It'll be <laughs> sick." And then just went there and embarrassed myself, and then oh, I had to go yeah. home. Oh yeah. No, I for sure just like downed Mickey's or like a two six of Jaeger and been like, "All right, time to host a whole show." And you're like, "That's a bad yeah. idea." I'm afraid of performing high. Like, I don't get high in life. Yeah. But. I remember going to those weed rooms and just <laughs> sitting there being like, fuck, I don't want to do this at all. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to gain anything from this. All these people hate me. They might kill me. Did I tell you about the time Michael Moses was supposed to headline a show at, I think it was uh, Vapor Trail, like the one that was off exit 420 in Niagara? And mm-hmm. he had gotten high before, and I guess he didn't really do it that much. And he went up and did about five minutes. And it was like, Thank you guys so much. Have a good night. And I got off stage and we're all like, what are you doing? You're supposed to headline. You're supposed to do like 25 minutes. And he's like, I did do 25 minutes. And we're like, <laughs> you're up there for five minutes. <laughs> you like basically said your name, a joke. And then we're like, all right, guys, thank you so much. <laughs> got off stage. Did I tell you about when I took Michelle to, um, I think it was Greenleaf Lounge? Oh, that was a that, fun uh, show. Jesse Singh and Bada used to run. Yeah, yeah. They might still, I don't know. But you just go in there. I remember after the first time I was there, I would just go say hello, and then I would wait outside until my set. And then I would go perform, and then I would leave. Yeah. Because you you just get hotbox to shit in there. Like there was like people doing dabs at this weird dining room table on the other end it's of the room. It's funny to think for years. It's just full of smoke. It's funny to think for years I was at these shows being like, I don't smoke weed. I don't smoke weed. And then we would leave and I'd be like, fuck, I need some fucking McDonald's. And I never realized yeah. it was just a combination. Like it was like just like a Venn diagram overlapping of like being fat and being stoned was the McDonald's yeah. I wanted. I just didn't realize like, oh, I was just fucking probably really high. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where, realistically, you would have wanted McDonald's anyway. Yeah, I would have been like, I'll, I'll stop if you guys want to stop. But, like, yeah. <laughs> after our, I was at these shows, I'd be like, McDonald's. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember the first time I, like, stayed in there. Because I would drive to these shows. Yeah. And then I got in my car, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm high. <laughs> oh, fuck, I have to get home. <laughs> All right, let's drive high for the first time. And then... Just uh-huh. like drove down the like 401 to the QEW high, <laughs> doing like 80. You're just people are talking like, don't fucking talk to me. I don't want to hear from anyone. I'm, I'm envisioning our death 15 times a second right now. I can't, I can't put up with this. But um, Michelle was not aware of my. She's like, why are you outside? I'm like, ah, I don't want to get high. She's like, ah, it's fine. And then she went inside, and she, I don't think she'd ever been high before. Probably not. No. And she went on stage and just, like, had a breakdown on stage. There was a couch in the front oh row that had God. no one sitting on it. And she just laid on the couch <laughs> and just talked about how she hated being up there and how uncomfortable <laughs> she was. Into the microphone. <laughs> consummate professional. And then at one point, I remember her climbing up on time. the back of the couch and looking at everyone, being like, 
Can I stop, please? I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> oh, We're all in the back man, dying. And he's like, yeah, you can go. She's like, thank you. And then she's like, <laughs> and then, And then she was freaking the fuck out. Oh, uh, she's like, I want to go yeah. home now, please. I was like, yeah. What a terrible, can. like, I mean, I had my first high experience in a public setting, but at least I wasn't performing. I remember even thinking that as I thought I was losing my mind being like, at least I'm not fucking performing tonight. Because, like, God damn, would be the worst. It's one of those things where whenever you get too high, that's why I prefer, like, next time I get high, if and when, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it at home. Oh, yeah. Because every time I get too high, my only thought is, I want to be home now. Yeah. And this journey to get home is going to be one of the worst experiences of my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. But so so she was freaking the hell out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is there anything I can do to make you feel better? Um, Like to soothe you in some way. I was like, it's going to be fine. I'm going to get you home. I'm not high. But is there something I can do to make it so that you don't, so that you have a better time? So you don't suffer. And. And yeah, and she was like, "Can you put on some Kermit the Frog?" <laughs> I was like, "All right." So I went on Spotify. They had some Kermit the Frog songs, and then I just played all the Kermit the Frog songs on repeat on the <laughs> ride home from the Greenleaf <laughs> Cafe. She said it made her feel better, so That's I guess good. it did its job. That's yeah. good. If you're ever too high, just listen to Kermit the Frog. He's very. It sounds just like someone who cares about you. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> That's a great tip. Oh yeah. man. What a horrific experience. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have wanted to do that to have performed on on stage high for the first time like that. That would have been horrific. Have you performed high before? Oh yeah, for sure. Not like not like crazy high. I think I once got too high for one set at like Vapor Lounge one time cuz I was like, it's fucking Vapor Lounge. It's supposed to be high, right? <laughs> yeah, it'll help it'll help me get on the same wavelength as the audience. Yeah. And then I was just like I wasn't on a the same wavelength. I was just like a different radio station than the one they were <laughs> listening to. Cause it was just like every the setup there is already weird with like the big long couches and stuff and you know, like the crowd at the back too that are like watching the TVs, not even looking at you, but sometimes reacting. Yeah. It's a weird venue. But, um, and you're just up there like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, thankfully I got through it. It was okay. You know, you can go on like autopilot a little bit, get through the the tough moments. But uh, it's definitely rough. Performing sober at Weed Lounges was also rough. Yeah, because this this was not like you know everyone's a little bit high. Let's go have a good time. Yeah, this is people like this is the only place in the city I can get high, and I love weed so much. I'm going to go break the law. <laughs> Yeah. In public, instead of just getting high at home alone where there's no chance of anything happening. And they're, like, doing the craziest kinds of weed when they're doing, like, dabs, which would be, like, fucking taking a tequila-soaked tampon and, like, shoving it up your butthole, like, the amount it would yeah. affect you, like, weed-wise, have you ever, right? Have you ever done dabs? No. Oh, it feels, yeah. like, too much. When I, I've when probably I to... been that high, like off of edibles and stuff, and like stacking edibles or just doing more throughout a night or something. But I can't imagine just being like, just like sucked right into it. You know, that'd be oh, too yeah. much. Back in my weed smoking prime, mm-hmm. uh, I remember my friend Katie and I went to a her Portuguese friend's garage, <laughs> and we just got high in her Portuguese friend's garage. Nice and. Uh, they were doing, I think they called them dab cups, where you just like take a Tim Hortons cup and you okay. like light it and then you sort of close the lid most of the way and then it just fills up with smoke. Okay. <laughs> and then you just, and then the smoke stays in there because it's heavier than the air. Yeah. So when you open the little tab, you can drink it. It's like a Canadian like a coffee. bucket. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I think I did some of that and I have a vivid memory of a guy trying to order pizza and another guy on the other side of the room said, just don't get onions or olives. And then the guy ordering the pizza went, all right, I'll have one pizza with (laughs) onions and olives. (laughs) (laughs) And then... And then we spent about 10 minutes trying to get him to call the person back, and he's like, not a chance. Absolutely not. I will not be calling that person back. That person hated me, I could tell. 
He had, he knew exactly how long my penis was. He was going to tell all of you yeah. if I called you back. Absolutely. Yeah, he was one second away from calling <laughs> from calling my mom and telling her that I'm a bad person. So I'm not going to do that. He's going to tell my mom the porn category I like the most. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How does that man know so much about you? He, he was going to call my grandma and tell her how much I like MILFs. So <laughs> I'm not going to call him back, I don't think. That's yeah. like I remember one time getting drunk with Kev, and then Kev was just trashed on my couch, and he goes to order a pizza, and he dialed just this random number at like 2.30 in the morning, and he just gets on the phone, and the guy's just like, hello? And I just hear Kev go, I want a pie. And that's all he said. Didn't say anything on the pizza, and then just had thought he'd ordered a pizza, and then waited at my place for like an hour. And I was like, dude, you didn't order a pizza. You called a random person and asked for a pie. And that was the whole conversation. <laughs> they don't even know my address. Who do you think you called? 911? They tracked us? <laughs> what year is it? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Good times. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. I miss Kat. I haven't seen that guy in a while. Apparently yeah. he was in Hamilton this weekend. So. Oh, yeah? Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, I'm sad. Man, I'm him. unemployed. I haven't been to one baseball game. Damn, dude. Yeah. Go to a baseball I need to, game. I should go to a baseball. Is it the playoffs? I don't, I don't know, know shit about I don't baseball. Know how baseball works. Yeah. Me neither, man. It seems like a wild experience to me. I know they had cheap hot dogs on Tuesdays, and I didn't do that at all. Speaking of wild experience, uh, Tim, I did something strange this weekend. Um, Brittany, as you know, is a big fan of raccoons, and there has just happened to we be- We all are, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you love them. You got Randall, right? Yeah. And um, thank you for remembering <laughs> my stuffed raccoon's name. Yeah, when I probably wouldn't remember your parents' names, which is uh, <laughs> no, fucked. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyways, this raccoon, I guess it had passed away, like in the little garden beside Brittany's place, and we had to. Uh, she wanted to like dig a hole to bury the raccoon, but all we had was because like, she has a relationship with these specific raccoons. Yeah, no, she feeds them. F- she'll literally buy food directly for the raccoon like if there's ever like chicken hot dogs in her fridge it's because she's going to heat them up a little bit and then give them to the raccoons like she loves these things like gives them all her leftovers and stuff so i'm like out there with like this emergency snow shovel digging in the dirt and we'd come back from the movies we saw that new uh billy eichner movie bros it's pretty good man. yeah i enjoyed it yeah it was fun and um so we get dropped off by her friend and then just start walking to the back and I'm shoveling and she's just like, oh, I need to go change into like warmer clothes, right? Because she was wearing a skirt or whatever. And she sure. went inside and I'm just out there like digging with like a flashlight. <laughs> and all I could think was like, if someone calls the cops right now and like my girlfriend doesn't come outside, like I have nothing I can do. What's my cover story? Like, what uh, do I if say? If your girlfriend comes outside, what is your cover story? Well, yeah, I, it just felt so weird being <laughs> out there just like in the dark doing this. I'm just waiting for people to start looking out like the big windows at the back of the building. And and then yeah. the next day we were uh, taking her air conditioner out and like this big Tupperware container. Well, not Tupperware, but you know what I'm talking about, like the big plastic containers. And as yeah. I'm carrying this giant container downstairs, I was like, fuck, I hope your neighbors who saw us digging that hole yesterday didn't see us <laughs> at this fucking container today. Like people are watching Dahmer, man. People are gonna have <laughs> people are gonna have some questions. And then the next day, Brittany goes on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember her phone number. Okay, I don't. Who remembers phone numbers? <laughs> yeah, it was an eventful couple of days. The digging of the hole was weird. All I could, all I kept That's thinking so... about while I was digging the hole is like, man, if she wanted to, she could just call the police. Like Brittany could just call the police. And be like, There's a strange <laughs> man out back. <laughs> I would have no. That's worse cover. than ghosting. Oh yeah, that's worse than ghosting. Well, did you bury the raccoon? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Did you like say a few words? Yeah, we said a few words, and then she had like a little raccoon patch she wanted to put on like top of the dirt, and then we put the dirt on there, and then yeah, it was nice. That's that's very nice. It was a nice moment. I hope that's not like disrespectful in their culture. In the raccoon's but, culture. Yeah. You know, maybe they're like, we are born into trash, we die in the trash. Like, he just wanted to be in a dumpster <laughs> somewhere. He's actually in, like, a beautiful little garden. So, of all uh, the ways to go, he's probably, like, fucking old. He'd heard about the primo snacks at uh, this that, address. 
moseyed on over, had a great last supper, and then, you know, went to the bushes. Was he not, looked at some was he not like, maimed or anything? He was just... No, I think he was, it was just, just like, like the, just drop dead. That's crazy. Yeah. He just went there, a normal raccoon who's allergic to chicken hot dogs, <laughs> and just died of no. natural causes. No. That is incredible. <laughs> A great story. Even like <laughs> Brittany, Brittany like felt bad. She's just like I had put out some expired spicy dill pickle chips. Do you think that's what did? I was like, I don't think these things that eat garbage <laughs> are like have sensitive stomachs by any means. I think you're all. I would. Right. I would love to see a raccoon eating chips. <laughs> you just be like, there's so much like us. It's like it just turns <laughs> out anything with a thumb just loves chips. It's like, how do you not? <laughs> I assume everyone loves chips. We'd just be sitting there with this big dumb body just eating chips. <laughs> Looking at all the hot <laughs> raccoons, feeling bad about himself. Yeah. I'm inside sitting there with my dumb fat body eating chips and I look out the window and I see him there and he looks in and sees me. <laughs> he's like has like a little box that looks like a TV that he's just staring at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just like Hey, <laughs> Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. I'd probably become a vegan if I ever saw that. <laughs> you <laughs> eating <laughs> raccoons? No, but I'm like kind like I don't know, cows are like raccoons kinda. This is one of the dumbest things you've ever said. <laughs> uh and this from a guy who th- thought that the Scotiabank Theater had a hundred million seats. That's not me. I'm the Tim. I'm the smart <laughs> one today. Do you want to wrap it All up right. there, buddy? Yeah, hopefully next week I will once again become the Tim and you can be the Doug. But Yeah, hopefully we'll have a change to change back to Norm. Yeah, old Norm McDonald. Do you want to do, uh, you want to do plugs? R.I.P. I don't even think I have that many shows this week, dude. I think I just have tonight at the Rope Factory in, in Brantford. This is Tuesday, it, it, October 4th. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, all uh, I fucking have. I gotta book myself some fucking guest spots. Start asking for some spots there. I'm fucking. You got anything next week? Soups, dupes, hard. Um, I think I'm doing the Yucks Amateur Night on Tuesday in Toronto. Nice. So that's the first time I've ever done that. That night, and I'll then come, I got I'm our come show. Say hi. I got our show on uh, Friday in St. Thomas. Yeah, what is that? Oh fuck! He tagged us in a post. Uh, we'll Did talk he? about it next week. Yeah, 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 I think so. Didn't tag me. Or like in a, I my I, calendar as show with Doug somewhere. I think he made a poster for it. But yeah, we'll share it. But it's at like a it's coffee in place Thomas? in St. Thomas. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Right. We're both going to do like 20 minutes and then we're going to do a little like talky talky thing at the end. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good That's time. Cool. You guys should for sure come out to that if you're in that yeah. area. Tam? I'm driving you, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, just checking. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, I drove from uh, London to Elderton back to London yesterday. Oh, shit. Yeah. Look the, at kid. the kid. Yeah. Very impressed, dude. Thank you so much. I'm becoming a person. It was the first time I've driven in a car on a road where I didn't have the little student driver thing on top. No one honked. Pretty good. Very nice. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, tonight, I'm I'm doing the Joker's Am Night. Oh fuck I'm hoping yeah! That'll, I'm hoping I can make some sort of a connection up there and it's a fun club. Try to get a try to get a weekend spot. Fuck yeah! Um, and then I'm doing a show. I think it's a comedy bar called Help Us Get on TV. We're just recording <laughs> Winnipeg sets. Nice. That's on Thursday. I'm f- doing nothing fancy. 8 p.m. Friday. Fuck yeah, dude! That'll be good. That's sick. Yeah. And the next week I'm doing that show with you, and I'm doing Luke Lindale's show at Comedy Bar on Thursday. So. Hell yeah. I got to talk to Luke. What? I just met him for the first time. Maybe I can get on some, some of his shit. You absolutely could. I haven't yeah. met him, and he let me on. So. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, I'm excited to meet him for the first time. Fuck yeah. But um, him him wearing that pug mask <laughs> is the hardest I've laughed at a comedy show. I wish show. I saw that. It was unbelievable, dude. I love. I was in a room full just... of fucking... Sorry, you go. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I love anything at like a comedy show that's not just normal stand up, just to like mix it up because you would just see so much like stand up after stand up, which I love and it's great. And I mean, it's what I'm working on, so I'm not faulting anybody else for working on it. But when someone yeah. just goes up and does like a fun character or something dumb, like 
Of course. I it's love like that if you're shit. at it's like if you're at an acoustic open mic and you have exactly one stand up comedian. Oh yeah. That's a fun interlude. Oh yeah. But if you're at a comedy show and you have like three people doing not stand up, yeah. The fuck out of here. Yeah. Mm-mm. What are you doing? But no, I was there with a bunch of fucking plebeians who didn't <laughs> understand why it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Losers. And everyone was confused. And I was dying laughing to the point where the bartender thought that I was like with him <laughs> and we were doing like a thing. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But anyway, so I guess I'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, that's the podcast. Uh, oh yeah, we need to record again this week. We do because we're a day late. We are. Uh, we we do. Yeah, we're a day late because Doug. I'm is so lazy. sorry. Yeah, I'm lazy. Everybody, I apologize. Yeah. We'll be back on track, and I appreciate your patience with with uh, both Tim and myself, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Mommy. Thanks for listening. I love you, Phyllis. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Did you stop recording? Oh, okay.